Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for entrepreneurs who are hungry for impact and doing business their own way. I'm Cindy Van Arnhem, your rebellious leader for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of self-mastery. The key to claiming your potential, trusting your wisdom, and creating infinite possibility in your world. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm so excited to invite my new friend, Matt Zinman, to the show. Welcome to Rebel Radio. It's great to be on Rebel Radio, Cindy. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited that you're here. So tell us a little bit about who Matt is. Tell us about your little journey, your little journey, because it's little. My little journey. Well, you know, it goes by the decades. I mean, we only have so many minutes here. Uh, (laughs) I'm coming up on my mid-50s. Uh, well, for audience purposes, uh, you know, I'm an entrepreneur since 2002, uh, started out in the marketing communication business. And then I started a nonprofit called the Internship Institute in 2007, did that for like 15 years up until last year when I published my book and I've switched gears and I am, uh, essentially running now my publishing company with courses and books and all that fun stuff. So, uh, personally, uh, I'm a lifelong ice hockey player. And that's always been a big part of my life. Um, single dad was certainly part of it as well. My son, Jake's now 21. I have a stepdaughter now, Greta. She's turning 17 next week. Mm-hmm. So uh, those are the high points. Nice. Nice. So in building courses and writing a book and uh, running a nonprofit, I imagine that this requires a deep level of self-mastery. I, I hope so. I'm not sure I would call it that, but somehow the ball keeps moving forward. Right. Well, we were talking about this a little bit before we went live when I was sharing your numerology with you. And one of the things that you said to me is I've done a lot of work on myself, which to me is a huge indicator of self-mastery. But I'm curious, what was one of the biggest takeaways from me sharing your numerology to you? Honestly, I felt everything was spot on. And, uh, you know, being the number eight and the infinity symbol and all that, I have a whole thing with that, with my wife is where we started out. I custom designed her wedding uh, engagement ring. We have the infinity symbols on it. Uh, so, you know, you got me right out of the gate. Uh, but everything that you described, um, I completely identified with uh, along these lines. And and even this past weekend, I did a, um, a three-day webinar. My wife was away in Michigan, right? And you'd think... You know, I'd have a whole house to myself, do this or that. No, I was glued to my computer 30 hours uh, of uh, self-mastery with Tony Robbins and Dean Grazioli and this whole summit that they did. So mm-hmm. I'm still absorbing all of that. I love that. Focusing on your strengths, right? It's so good. Right. So who are you most motivated to serve in your business? Who Who is it that you help? That's a really interesting question. One I've, as a result of what I just mentioned, I've been reflecting on quite a bit because Uh, I'm really super proud of my latest, which is the evolution of the book and my podcast into this life upgrade course. And you can say, oh, life upgrade. Well, that's for everybody. But it's I have to pinpoint that we talked a lot about what's my dot. And so I have that as certainly self-improvement junkies who are looking for fresh and original content. But more specifically, professional women 30 and over Uh, who have the grit and self-integrity to go through a course like mine, but are also in some transition, be that relationship or career or at a self-inflection point. And then one level deeper would be anyone who 
um, might contend with mood health, uh, as I have through my life. So uh, depression in particular. So that and anxiety, uh, but certainly that they're in a good place right now where they could, you know, healthily take a course. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nice. I love it. So this course, tell me a little bit more about this course and what's involved. Tell me, tell me the things. Yeah, sure. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of four courses in one. Uh, the first part of it being, and they're about a week each for an hour a day. So the first is called the Mindset Reset, and there's a mini course that's just that. And then the second part is about well-being and managing energy. Uh, it's not as much about nutrition and fitness and things. That's not quite my forte. It's really some of the other things like in and around mood health. Then we get into relationships and interactions, and then we elevate up into legacy, finding your why, uh, all things in and around being present, mindfulness, uh, a lot of things around entrepreneurship and uh, aligning your livelihood and your career. Nice. I love it. I love it. So what does self-mastery mean to you? I feel like this is a a term that doesn't really have a solid definition and every guest I've ever had has a different definition. So I'm curious what yours is. I think it's the constant pursuit of self-improvement. I, I mm. you know, I, I'm constantly uh, recognize and know uh, pretty well what my strengths are, what I'm not good at, and then what's in between what it is I think I know uh, and, and working toward uh, gaining some confidence uh, around knowing that I know it. And then from there, just continuing to press forward and, and, and grow. I, I think that the comfort zone has a lot to do with it. If I'm, if I'm staying too much in my comfort zone, I'm not growing. And so it's really about, in my view, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable and pushing yourself through those more difficult areas so that you can gain mastery at something that really uh, maybe scares you a bit. I love that so much. So it's a quote that I've heard and I repeat all the time. If you're not growing, you're dying. And sometimes, and for a lot of humanity, it's really easy for us to just get into that comfort zone where every night I come home from work and I sit down on the couch and I watch TV, right? But if we're just pushing ourselves just even a little bit further, like maybe you watch uh, a piece of your course or something like that first before going to TV. Like we don't have to shift it all at once, but it's those little baby steps that help us to lean out of that comfort zone and into the unknown, which could be scary. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I like a binge watch as much as anyone, but one less binge watch to create that space, I think is what's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. So as an entrepreneur and the, the running a nonprofit, all of these pieces, how has self-mastery supported you in that journey? Hmm. Well, for one, uh, I, I naturally am being founder of the internship Institute and having a lifelong, uh, uh, you know, um, affiliation. I mean, I've, I've had worked with more than 300 students in my career. So typically I have four different students in any given time. So they're constantly keeping me on my toes. It's, it's right. It's, it's almost like it, it, it forces me to uh, create a great experience for them. And I'm learning from them in terms of reverse mentoring and doing as much as I can to uh, impart growth uh, for, for their, uh, benefit. So I, I, you know, the internships have a lot to do, I think, with, with that part of my experience. That's what comes to mind. I love that. And it's like everything in our experience is a direct reflection of ourselves, right? Whenever we go through life, everything's a mirror. And so those internships have been a mirror for you in staying out of your comfort zone and continuously growing and expanding and pushing yourself a little bit. Right. 
And, you know, while on topic uh, and with that passion in mind, I know you have a lot of entrepreneurs who follow you and many think that it's uh, out of their range to have uh, and manage interns. I run a remote program. I've done it for almost 20 years and uh, I'm pretty much one guy operation and uh, four interns is really kind of my my wheelhouse. And I have a whole system that I use to do that. And and I think uh, anyone can do it. They, it's just a matter of trading your time uh, to get more done. I love that. And systems will set you free every time. Okay. <laughs> I have a lot of clients who have resistance to systems until they get to know me. And I'm like, no, just implement this piece. Yeah, Keep it true. simple, but implement. <laughs> Sometimes there's a certain right way to do something. Exactly. Exactly. So another conversation that we love to have at Rebel Radio, especially for our entrepreneurs, we've got a lot of spiritual healers, teachers, coaches, where this concept of wealth can be really challenging because we, a lot of my audience and a lot of the people that I've worked with, they just want to be of service. And in that service, they forget to receive the money and the wealth back. So I'm curious, what does wealth mean to you? Well, first, Cindy, I can totally relate to that description, right? I mean, I come from a nonprofit mentality and um, quote unquote, asking for the sale can feel awkward, and disingenuous, uh, but at the same time, you know, you're bringing value and people aren't going to, aren't going to seek out and fulfill that value for the things that you create if you're giving it to them for free. Yeah. Right. So, you know, having said that more specific to your question, to me, at its, at its very uh, core, wealth is about freedom. Mm -hmm. Whatever it takes to have as an entrepreneur, just the, <laughs> the kicking and the scratching that and, you know, the pain and how many times you get knocked down throughout the years uh, to me has less been about being wealthy from uh, as much as I'd like my bank account to have more zeros in it <laughs> as much as it is to maintain my freedom uh, in my life and freedom over my time, freedom over my energy and, and managing my days more aligned with energy than time. Uh, and then from there, that gives me the f that freedom and flexibility to uh, pursue wealth because and and knowing I, I'm looking at my vision board to my to my side mm -hmm. as at the upper corner. Money is my friend, and difference making is my spend. And it's a reminder as from that nonprofit mentality that the more I have, it's not about me. It's about service. The more I can do with it in terms of making a positive impact on others. I love that quote. Can you say that one again? Money is I my... I can say it. It's, it's right in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> Money is my friend and difference making is my spend. Ooh, that's good. I like that one. I like that one. I think that requires your little magical thing that you got on the other side of you. You need oh. to push a button. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, we were joking before the show, right? My, my audio is hooked in through a Rodecaster machine I use on Clubhouse, so we could play with, with sounds. Thank you. Thank you. All day That's long. so good. <laughs> I knew I had to have it on the show at some point. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So in that term of freedom, wealth is freedom, what does freedom feel like? Well, for me, one of the things I, I that connects back and I'm naturally just going off the cuff here is uh, depression has been a factor for me. Um, I, I didn't get the best gene pool and uh, I've had to contend with it since my teens. And, and that, that aspect of my well-being is front and center because I'll do whatever it's necessary not to let myself sink too deeply into quicksand. And 
much of that has to do with having control over my time and energy. So if I was not an entrepreneur, if I was having more external uh, influences, bosses, or other kinds of deadlines that were really, you know, out of my control, right? The, the tail wagging the dog. It's those stressors that that really will get me off kilter. And it's just too essential not to let happen. Mm. And so to me, that freedom starts with well-being. And and it's it's interesting because over the past few months, I've actually done this uh, 75 hard program and uh, it's been very strict and, and I, I completed it, you know, that, mm -hmm. that whole self-integrity uh, just a few days ago. And I, I lost 15 pounds and on nice. and on. But, you know, the main thing is that it really forced me as, again, entrepreneur for the first time to shift the paradigm to to manage my days around my well-being mm -hmm. ahead of the, my my work and my deadlines. Yeah. And I've I ultimately have found I've been more productive. Yeah, absolutely. Because when your energy and you're taking care of yourself first, then of course you're going to be more productive because you've got that stability. And I think this is one of the things that I work with is always setting myself up for success every morning. And so I have a morning routine that's pretty much the same every morning and I stick to it and I make sure that I'm setting an intention for the day so that everything throughout that day is guided by that. And I think when we have, you know, the typical nine to five job and the, the boss that's telling you what to do, we skip over that because we're in a rush to get out the door and do the commute and deal with traffic. And then by the time we get to the job, we're like, ah, all flustered and stressed out. And we've completely forgotten what our intention for our day and our life is. And I don't think human beings are designed to live that way. No, not, and you can't get back on, you know, once you're off kilter like that, it's very difficult. I mean, how you start your day to what you described and having really a system, right? For yeah, yourself. it's a system. <laughs> Whatever that is, I think is the most important, the most important aspect of quality of life. Absolutely. How you start Absolutely. your day like that. Yeah, that's, uh, that's another level of self-mastery of just choosing how to experience your day instead of being at the whim of everything that's coming at you. Because even as entrepreneurs, I think entrepreneurs get it worse than employees of the emails and the requests and the Facebook messages. And there's so much flying at us all day, every day. And by setting that intention in the morning of this is how I'm choosing to experience my day, then that stuff comes at you and you handle it differently. You respond differently instead of just reacting and going, Oh shit, fire's burning. Right. Yeah. And, and fortunately I'm one of those people that, uh, I tend to maybe learn a hard lesson, right. <laughs> More than I do proactively. So, uh, I highly recommend that, that, you know, that's something that people do. It's, it's taking me some time to really get in that groove. And, uh, it's just something I wish I'd done many years ago mm. served me so well recently and for those of our listeners who do have the nine to five job one less episode at night and get up 20 minutes earlier yes yeah <laughs> all right so what is one truth this is what my my guests love it when i ask these one thing questions what is one truth that you wish every entrepreneur knew you you well, I think it's really on the theme of you have to put yourself first before you can serve others. Yeah. And uh, again, I'm just sticking right like where I, where my, uh, I guess you could say my vibration and energy is right now in Absolutely. the conversation. That's the first thing that comes to mind. It's, it's, it's so true. And, and as an entrepreneur, because you can just never do enough, it's very easy to allow the things that you're trying to control 
control you. And, and instead, the only way to stay in control is to start with your, with yourself. Absolutely. Yes. That's so important. And especially for those who, who are very service-based and just want to give and give and give, you can't give from an empty vessel. You need to fill your own cup up first. <laughs> it's so cliche, but it's so true. Yeah. I could have said that just the same. I, yeah. I, it's spot on. Yeah, absolutely. What's something that you've discovered about yourself on this entrepreneurial journey that's helped you to grow? Wow. Um, I'm best at compartmentalizing, you know, I think it's really important to know yourself well. And I have like, mm -hmm. I, I kind of joke about it, you know, having man brain. And, and the reality is I can't do two things at once, not for a second. Mm -hmm. uh, and so for me, you know, like my son, Jake, I mean, I was a single dad when he was two. I mean, you put, you know, man alone in an apartment, changing diapers and washing bottles, you know, that's, a, that's a, a life experience. And up yeah. until, you know, his being 16. And so I was also 50% dad. And it's also why I got into being an entrepreneur. I needed the flexibility. But when mm -hmm. I was with him, I was with him. Mm -hmm. And when I was not with him, I was mostly focusing on growing my business and, right. you know, making a living per se. So I, I, I think that that was, it, it happened so by default, but it's always served me well. And again, it still stays on that theme of it's really easy to, you know, squirrel, you know, and then you're over here <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I didn't get that done. And it, it just really just for me, it's, uh, it's staying focused on one thing at a time, I'm not trying to multitask. I love that. That's such an eight thing to do too. Dedication and devotion to one thing. Is it how many? Yeah, you said yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> I can usually tell somebody's number without even doing the math just by having a conversation. It's I like funny. it. I like being consistent. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So if you could share anything with our audience, there's a lot happening in the world right now. And I don't want to really time stamp the episode, but thinking about you know global pandemic and everything that's going on in the world right now, what's one thing you would share with our audience about how to navigate what's happening? This really brings me back. I mean, if we were talking about Zisms or the course or whatever, you know, and I get a question of what's the one thing that you want people to know if there's any takeaway. And so that's really where this brings me. Mm -hmm. And that is in and around self-kindness. And what's so essential here is that when we look at self-improvement and, and growth across the board, things like self-esteem and self-confidence, certainly self-love. The challenge that you have with all of those things is that they're, they're very nebulous. Mm. It, it's hard to get your arms around. Like I feel cruddy about myself in one way, shape or form, but how do I get from here to there? But self-kindness is something that's happening in real time. Yeah. And it's also something that's very definitive. So, you're either being kind to yourself or you're not. <laughs> and, and this, again, comes from that depression mentality because anyone who's been through that knows that you beat yourself up pretty, pretty badly under those circumstances. So uh, it really is kind of that barometer. And it begins with an obvious question is, well, why be anything less than kind to yourself? Mm -hmm. And hopefully you can answer that in affirmatively. And if you don't, you know where to start. Right. And, and so in, in, agreeing with yourself and having that buy-in to be nothing less than kind to yourself. Just keep that front and center every yeah. single day, every single encounter when you really should say no to somebody stop 
is this being kind to myself to say yes? Because right. if you say yes, when you should say no, then you also have to do the thing that you said yes to. And now, <laughs> you're, now you're taking a double hit. So yeah. that's just an example of uh, everyday practical and why self-kindness is important. And the same thing goes across the board in terms of uh, leaving all your past baggage behind. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's an important technique to stay present. So, yeah, absolutely. I think it's so important to forgive ourselves for past what's happened in the past and to just let it go. And to, and like I was saying earlier in the show, everything outside of us is a direct reflection of what's on the inside. Everything's a mirror. And so if we spend most of our time being kind to ourselves, that ripples out all over the world and everybody starts being more kind to themselves because it has to, everything's a mirror. Well, being nothing less than kind. I mean, one of the challenges, Cindy, is it's it's really easy to, not easy, okay, but to draw that line and say, you know what, I'm done with regret. I'm done with resentment. You know, forgive others, even if they don't deserve it, it's about you. You're not going to hold on to that negative energy because it's not serving you well. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing goes with uh, future uncertainties around worry and anxiety and making assumptions, right? Those are the things that make you present. But we also have that day-to-day having to contend with that, that those patterns of thinking that are going through our heads that we're on autopilot. And it's very easy just to let that subconscious run. And then a half hour later, not even quite realize until you really click in, Oh my God, I was beating myself up. Right. So that's also where, you know, you're talking about a life skill here that you need to continue to practice and that self mastery. And that's really where I've worked very hard to, to just be nice to myself. Sounds Sounds easier than it is. I'm sure a lot of people can. <laughs> well, it's definitely something that I've worked on. And for the last, uh, what I've noticed in the last year and a half is the inner critic is actually gone. And I don't hear that voice anymore, but it required post-it notes everywhere and constant reminders and always noticing my emotional state. And if I was feeling angry, instead of beating myself up for being angry, just accepting the fact that I'm angry and I'm experiencing a moment of anger and it's okay. I love and accept myself anyway. And right now I'm angry. And then 15 minutes from now, I won't be angry anymore. And that's okay. And just give yourself a big hug. And then you just keep moving forward in that. And I think that's really important because as society, we've been trained to numb it, dumb it, drug it, feed it, Netflix it, alcohol it, all the things instead of just acknowledging it for what it is. And I think that's part of that self-kindness piece of, yeah, I'm pissed off right now and that's okay. I love and accept myself anyway. Yeah. If, if you really root everything in self-kindness in and around mindset in particular, this is really just where I place a lot of focus on at the foundation of everything else. Cause you got to start there. Yeah. Um, just have to work at it. The post-it notes is, is a great idea. And it's like any relationship. You know, a lot of us don't work that hard on a relationship with ourselves. Right. And it does take that much, if not more work. Yeah. And it's never too late. Never too so, late. Absolutely. So start today. Start today. Start tomorrow, I love it. Morning routine. <laughs> yes, morning routine. You okay. got it. Matt, I want to thank you for being on the show today. It's been a pleasure having you here. You. And as always, we end the show with one last question. What do you dream of for the world? Huh. I, I know you asked me this earlier and there's just so many, you're like, oh, I want world peace or like, you know, like <laughs> you go really broad on it. Um, I just, I just want people, you know, we say the world, but I, I just want everyone to become more aware 
in the ways that we're describing and because we only, you know, you can't buy time no matter how much you talk about wealth. And uh, we only have one, one go around here that we're certain of and, uh, and to make the most of it. So I, I, I want greater awareness and self-awareness in the world so that people can have a higher quality of life. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing your dream. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. It's nice when I come with my own applause. <laughs> I just had to end it on that. I love I know, it. Right. That was great. Thank you. So good. Thanks, Matt. Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and you wish to help out another entrepreneur, share this episode out, leave a review. And of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information, visit my website, cindyvanarnum.com, and where you can discover who you are, what you want, and how to get it. Thanks for joining us, and I'll see you next week.